Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I feel it's important that you maximize your strength and being able to get better at what you do best. In doing that, understanding your weaknesses and being open to learning. Today's episode is a segment of a clinic talk given by Joe Susan, the special assistant to the head coach at Rutgers University. Coach Susan has a wealth of experience, having spent 45 years in the profession at a number of stops, including being the head coach at Bucknell for nine years. He's spent 13 years at Rutgers. This is his second stop, now going into his fifth year at Rutgers. This is part of the talk he gave at Lawrence First and Goal on practice structure, but this segment is called This Beautiful Profession, and he shares some of the things that he's learned along the way. I think this has application to any coach in any sport, uh, certainly to ours in football. There's a lot of great takeaways here in this short segment. Be sure to check the link in the show notes to sign up for the premium pass for Lawrence First and Goal. It gets you access to all of the 2023 clinics, of which this was one, as well as your ticket to the 2024 clinic and your long access to those presentations. So you get to watch and learn right now from all the 2023 clinics right up to the kickoff of the fourth annual Lawrence First and Goal, which begins on February 29th. We'll have staff passes available soon, which will include our premium staff pass, but be sure to take advantage of the savings right now. Again, check the link in the show notes. Here's Coach Susan on this beautiful profession. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. 
Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. Obviously, you're here for a reason. And we're all drawn together here for a reason in support of Lawrence First and Goal, but also in an effort to improve our ability as coaches and how we do what we do and how we service the young people that we're privileged to coach. And most people who have coached played the game. And I know there are people that haven't played the game, but I was fortunate to be able to play the game. One year of youth football, I was too heavy. I was husky at that time. You know that term. Four years of high school, four years of college. And everybody has their own personal reason why they played. First off, I love to compete. And I guess the first person you compete against is yourself. And if you're fortunate, you have brothers and sisters, you get the crap kicked out of you. An experience with an older sister until I wound up about a foot taller than her and two younger brothers, and we played the sport of the season, but we were always drawn back to football. I loved contact, loved hitting people, and I say this to the guys that I coach, I envy you for that ability, because uh, if I hit someone, uh, they lock my ass up. Most of the reason why I played is I wanted to prove myself to myself, and it's really the same for why you coach. We're driven by a passion that is specific to each of us, but I can easily say that I coach because I was coached. There are many similarities between us, but there are also inherent in this profession, many differences. And there is strength in the difference that occurs in the staffs you work on and the staffs you work against. I feel it's important that you maximize your strength and being able to get better at what you do best. In doing that, understanding your weaknesses and being open to learning. And I think at times, learning takes place best when you're able to drop the shield that at times ego demands. What I mean by that is that early in my career, I, I kind of knew everything and spent a little bit of time with a guy named Jim Garrett, who had a couple of sons that wound up playing and coaching. And in that time, I understood that he probably forgot more than I knew. And it gave me perspective in terms of being open to learning about ways I could do things better, different ways of doing things, and uh, maybe new ways of doing things. And when you make decisions as to what you decide to do as a part of what your coaching toolbox is, you learn a lot from others about what you want to do, but you also learn a lot about what you don't want to do. And the longer in this profession, the more football reinforces that it will humble you quickly. And I've been humbled by the game and I've you know, been fortunate to work at specific places for long periods of time. Been told that I couldn't work there anymore. I got fired a couple of times and those aren't the easiest spots. Early in your career, you think, well, I could do 
this if I wanted to. And 45 years in, I know that this would not be a very comfortable situation for me if I tried to do something other than what I do. I am a father. I am a husband. I'm a brother. I'm a grandfather. And I'm a football coach. And I consider that a privilege. And I consider that a unique responsibility to the young men who I am privileged to coach. I learned to listen and I think there's a reason why the good Lord gave us two eyes and two ears. I learned, learned to listen to everyone. I was fortunate to be taught by some men that were open to giving me an open door to their facilities, but more so their mind. George DeLeon, who I'm sure many of you know, is one person that I, I, I really learned a lot from in my early, the early part of my career as an offensive line coach. The coach that I had in college, Tubby Raymond. Tubby was longtime coach at the University of Delaware. And from him, I learned more about the progression of teaching the game. And he had a solid plan how to teach the game and all of its components. And I was fortunate to spend time playing for him and uh, spend two years as graduate assistant with him. I learned to keep an open mind. I think that is critical as you progress through this career. And obviously, I said this before, but things you want to incorporate in the things that you do, but it's also things that you would tend to stay away from. And it's always an opportunity to learn if you approach it the right way. Then the one thing, one of the major things that I've learned in my experience coaching the O-line, coaching the D-line. I actually coached quarterbacks for one year and I kind of got them confused when I told them I was going to teach them a three-point stance. But you learn so much from your players. You learn about what they're going through in life. As you watch them perform some of the skills that you teach them, you learn things that you might adapt from a technique standpoint, from a scheme standpoint. And it comes back to the reason why I coach is because I was coached. And that's really the reason why I played. I hope that you can name the guys that coach you. I can. I was fortunate. And, you know, from Little League baseball all the way up through college football, the people that worked with me and, and chose to coach me were people that coached and cared way beyond the field. Going back to Tubby Raymond, as I was about to leave him to take my first job, and he told me three things. I went off sides once. We were playing Western Kentucky or Eastern Kentucky my, my junior year. And I was always one that kind of beat the snap count. And I went off sides as we were in a four-minute situation. And I heard him in front, you know, over 23,000 at the University of Dallas say, Susan, you horse's ass. He ultimately figured out my real name. But three things that I think are important. Big time is where you're at. The job you have should be the best job in your mind, the best job you'll ever have. And chances are it's not going to be the last job you have. It's probably not the first job you have. There's no job too big or no job too small. And I say it really succinctly, once a GA, always a GA. And I go back, the best job you have is the job you have right now. Playing the game, you learn to respect the game and all components of the game. And, you know, there, there are different ways that shows, but part of what I do for Greg Schiano here at Rutgers during pregame is I evaluate our opponents. And being in the Big Ten, you better bring your big boy pants to the game. But just watching people operate on our team, on the opponent's team, really provides me with a wealth of understanding of how the young men 
approach what they do when they don't think anybody's looking. And to me, that's what character is. Character is who you are when no one's looking. I have to understand that when it comes to the schematics, the fundamentals, the techniques, most of what we do has been done before. There are some guys I've run into that take credit for inventing things related to the game. But if you look back at it, all we do is borrow steel and try to make it better, try to make it ours. The other thing that becomes evident right away, especially in high school, college football, is each team is a one-time thing. The Rutgers football team that will coach team of 2023 is a one-time thing. We want to make the best out of it. In many ways, that includes the staff. Each staff is a one-time thing. You don't want it to be that way, but it works that way. Young coaches go on, get jobs that our GAs wind up getting jobs, positive things. Some of the younger guys on our staff get elevated on our staff. And it's it's a part of the reward of being at this for a while. I tell each and every one of us, and I'm trying to do the same, make the most out of the opportunity you have. And people talk about missed opportunities. And in essence, there really are no missed opportunities. They're just opportunities you don't take. Somebody else will get it. I'm sure that each and every one of you met some egos in this profession. And you know, there are, there are some guys that their, their ego precedes them into the room. Being an offensive and defensive lineman has a way of suppressing your ego. I think you need an ego to coach. You need to believe in yourself and what you do and how you do it. But you've got to be careful about that being out of hand to the point where you think it is about yourself. And we've all seen that. At the high school games I go to, one of the things that I like to do is get out there in pregame and watch guys work with their players, but also on the sidelines during the game, watch guys talk to their players as they come off the field. And the teachers are obvious. I think it it is an emotional sport, so sometimes you do get loud, but there's a big difference, and players know the difference, between being yelled at and being yelled to. And when I was coached, they yelled to me. You have to set your ego aside for the good of the team. That is so important. It can become a negative on a staff, on a team, where the egos get out of hand, where the players think it's all about them themselves, or the coach does. And those things can potentially bring a team down. You remember that in life and in football, people are what is most important. And we're fortunate right now we have 130 guys on our team and everybody on this staff understands that each and every one of them is important to the success of the team. Another thing to remember about this profession is that value and cherish the steps you take going up the ladder because somewhere along the way you might have to retrace them. It does humble you in many different ways. Everybody matters and this is consistent in both the game and in life. It isn't really how much we know. It's how well we can train them to be right when the ball is in play. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. 
Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. Thank you again for listening to the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. Remember to check the link in the show notes to get the premium pass, which gives you access to all the 2023 clinic presentations right up to the kickoff of the 2024 clinic. You'll get your clinic ticket there as well as access for a year to all of the 2024 presentations. As always, this goes to support a tremendous cause for Lawrence First and Goal Foundation which funds pediatric brain tumor research and cancer services. Be sure to go to coachingcoordinator.com to follow all we're doing and sign up for our weekly tip sheet, which shares the best ideas of each week.